0: Welcome to the Good Talent Podcast. It's great to have your company. My name's Tony Nichols. I'm the CEO and founder of Good Talent Media, and we help not-for-profits, John, predominantly get their messages across in the press. Yeah, something we pride ourselves on, telling stories that change lives. That's what we're all about. So we're a PR and marketing firm, but there's so much to this brand building world. And we're joined again by Rick Miolo, which is fantastic, the last of a little sartorial series that we've been doing. This is been (laughs) Berlin. Rick, it's a miracle to get you out of Flinders Lane, sipping those (laughs) little baby chinos or piccolos that you like. Gents, it's always a pleasure to
1: be here. And I have to admit, I'm I'm kind of giving you an emotional hug here because I'm loving this as well. And I'm
0: enjoying the journey with you. So it's a pleasure. We're thinking about rapid rapport, building rapid rapport. It's important, isn't it? Because business is hard. Of course. Like, you know, COVID was hard, but this 23, 24 endless interest rate rise phase that we're in, it's not easy. And in a PR sense, One of the simplest parts of PR is just meeting people and building rapport with people, building new relationships. And whilst we're hanging out with Rick a bit lately, we're thinking about dressing for rapid rapport. Rapport is mandatory, but how do you build it rapidly? Rick, is dress part of it? Absolutely. Rapport is everything in life, isn't
1: it? And it's how we relate to people. And I think dressing for rapport, you need to, again, look at the situation in which you're dressing for, the audience in which you're presenting or dressing for, and what you want to achieve at the end of this relationship. So if it's business, think and never assume that being casual is acceptable. And a lot of people have taken on this casualization, for a use of a better word, as um, gospel because they see other people wear it and they think, oh, that'll do okay in a a more of a, a serious business situation. So if you're dressing for rapport, first, again, it goes back to your audience and it also goes back to your values. But to dress rapport immediately, let's think of go wrongs that can really quickly turn off your audience. Nudity. Nudity, not in the sense of being fully nude, but exposing a lot of parts of your body. Now, you might be a person who likes to enjoy wearing a lot of jewellery, like to expose a lot of skin. You might have a lot of tattoos. You'd like to show that. But is that necessarily what your audience wants to see?
0: Depends on the audience, right? I know what I'm getting dressed, as superficial as I am. I do look at my appointments, what have I got coming up, and, uh, and that really weighs into what I'm choosing that day. It makes sense. You think, well, who am I meeting
1: today? What environment am I meeting? Often I'll meet someone in a cafe for a coffee, sometimes a, a far more high level uh, professional environment. And sometimes it's it's trying to cut the line through that, which is safe and you feel good in. Absolutely. Well, think of this, John. Okay, we've got an important business meeting to go to. Yes. Why don't you wear your thongs and a pair of shorts and a singlet? Even I know that that's not going to be much cop. Uh. But isn't it funny how almost today the business world is struggling and a lot of corporates are struggling with some of the employees rocking up yeah. in almost close to shorts t-shirt thinking that that's acceptable in a corporate environment. That surprises me.
0: Well, when we were in COVID and all of a sudden, you know, we're working in our beautiful office in Smith Street and Fitzroy at the time. Yes. And then we're all shut down for a couple of years here in Melbourne. My team and what I did straight away and all the fear is like, wow, you know, how can I add more value than anyone else in PR and marketing to my clients? Because that's going to get me through this. So straight away, we went from monthly whips with clients to weekly we're all locked down at home. We're in weekly whips. We quadrupled the service because we wanted to be bolted on lifelong partners. But bang, I had a big problem in front of me straight away. I was sitting in the whips observing, helping, beds in the back of the shop, no one's frumpy dress, and I, I fixed it straight away. I thought, no, no, no. People are paying good money for professional service here. I want guys in jackets. I want everyone to professionally dress. I want no beds in the back of the shots because I want all of our partners to see that we're the real deal. Uh, You know, we're not a part-time operation. Is that what you're kind of getting at, Rick?
1: Absolutely, Tony. And thank goodness that you're a leader that endorses that message and you're aware of that message. But there are a lot of people that aren't aware of the message that the way they present or the way their offices present or the way their staff present is the front of face. It's their front of business. It's the front of house. It's their name. It's their reputation on the line. Exactly. And, you know, your first impressions are everything. There's a beautiful book by Malcolm Gladwell called uh, Glimpse and a lot of us make micro decisions within microseconds about people mm. and it takes 40 minutes to change that perception of someone mm. in the first 10 seconds of meeting someone. So if you're poorly dressed or in front of that particular audience, you're not presenting the message that you should be presenting for
0: that particular audience, guess what? You've got a huge task to change their perception of you. John, I guess in a marketing sense also, it's what we call mirroring. If you're with potential clients or clients and they don't see you as them, you've got a problem. Like the ultimate aim is that everyone that you're working with sees you as them. You're one of them. Part of it is dress.
1: It is. I think there's a balance. I think there's a sense of safety. But if we're all too homogenized, we are in a creative industry. We are ex-journalists. If we can bring a bit of color and, and something a bit different and, and maybe look, we're meant to be coming up with ideas and, and we do and we love that. I think there's an opportunity for us within the parameters to stand out. But as you say, if we go too far, people will think this person's an outlier. I, I can't work with them. Well, we've all got an ego yeah, and we've all got a message that we want to uh, represent for our company and we've all tried to sell something or create something for ourselves. And what is that? Mm. And if that comes from a place of truth and it's aligned with your values yes. and you present that. Beautifully to your audience, authenticity, authenticity, and the power of authenticity, and developing your style, you're almost invincible. Yeah, that's because you're living your truth. Yeah, and with that truth becomes confidence. You build credibility, and again, let's not worry about the profits, but you manifest the right people to come in your life mm. and the lifestyle that you're trying to achieve just by the simple decisions of dressing appropriately in confidence and being aware of how to dress for those particular moments. So you attract uh, like-minded people and like-minded potential business partners because you're expressing yourself correctly. You are being authentic to your values. And there's nothing wrong with being casual. It's beautiful to also understand the power of colour. And I mean, I've done a lot of chakra studies and I actually use those chakra studies to help gentlemen understand by wearing particular colours, you could also help persuade decision-making. Tell me about and chakras because I don't know much about that. I'm fascinated by well, that. Well, there's yeah. spinning wheels of energy that yeah. we all have. It dates back thousands and thousands of years. And yeah. obviously this whole study on chakras. No, sounds And amazing. I'm only touching yeah. the top of the iceberg but let's here. touch it. It's just a real <laughs> smudge here. But one important colour, let's say, and, and the heart chakra is represented by the colour green. Yes. And I say to a lot of gentlemen, if you're finding that you're a bit of an assertive gentleman, that you're a domineering type of character, mm. how do we soften you Mm. so maybe introduce some softening colors that attracts potentially an opposite sex that enjoys that color or that's more of a relaxing color and the color green represents the heart chakra, yes. and a lot of ladies don't understand why they like gentlemen that wears a touch of green. Mm. I'm not saying wearing a full green outfit, a leprechaun outfit, because <laughs> <laughs> you know you're going beyond the scale <laughs> yeah. of you know like camouflage, blending in. All, yeah. yeah, it's <laughs> like it could be a touch of green in a pocket square. Yeah. It could be a green sock, a touch of green in your tie, like a, splash. a touch of green, a splash. Yeah. And what it does, it softens you from the dark black or the charcoal yeah. or the dark navy color that most of us men tend to wear. Yeah, I know what you're saying so when a woman sees a man for the first time, and it might be a date scenario, if he comes in a hard suit with dark colours, he could almost look too aggressive. But he walks in with maybe a nice blazer or a nice green shirt that could have a floral ensemble on it, a nice pair of chinos, a pair of sneakers, not a torn pair of sneakers, not dirty clothing, all these elements just change the whole aura and the way that gentleman presents in front of that audience, be it a possible female. The power of green also in a corporate environment is so important when the decision maker happens to be a female. A lot of men feel very comfortable with the colours dark, navy, black and charcoal. Yes, so they when make- they see another man in, in those colours, they to kind of relate to that. Yes. But it's also can be typically a little bit boring at times. You know, sometimes, you know, you need to consider the colour choices of who's going to make that decision on your behalf, on behalf of the company, and how it's going to create income for you and how it's going to create a new life for you just by simply changing some colour choices and using that knowledge to help persuade people that you manifest into your life to come along your journey with you and help their decision-making in enjoying your company and enjoying what you've got to offer.
0: There's a lot to think about there. Great advice. So much to think about, Rick. I've loved this series. Thank you. It's been long overdue. And actually, we did one a while ago in your Flinders Lane store. It's wonderful to get you back, Rick. Thank you so much. You know, nine years of putting me in green and softening me and, and really educating me. It's been super fun really value friendship and all of our time together. So Rick Miolo, thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you so much, Jensen. Absolute pleasure. great, thank you. If you're inspired to increase your profile and strengthen your brand, a Good Talent Media Story Creation meeting could be a great place to start. You'll meet some of our key team members and do a deep dive into your brand's possibilities. We'll give you tools and strategies to implement straight away. Email info at goodtalent.com.au with the title story creation to get yours today.